Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joy Leah, and welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. Today, y'all, you know it's February, and it is my month to get fit in February. So I am going to be talking to Forward with Mister, and he is going to break down to us how to get in shape mentally and physically. And y'all know he's a personal trainer. So, Mr. Forever. <laughs> I'm going to be talking to. I'm going to get these names right, y'all. This is a good thing about having a podcast. But <laughs> Forever, Mr. And we yes. are going to be forward with Mr. Antonio. Yo, what's going on, guys? How's it going, Joy? Thank you. Here we go, y'all. How are you, you guys? I am so excited. I am going to be talking to Antonio, aka Mister, aka Forever Mister, aka (laughs) We are doing business with Forward with Mister. So (laughs) I'm so excited to catch up with him. He is a personal trainer. He is a fitness trainer. He's a wellness trainer. He is just great conversation. And we are going to get into this fit in February month. And we are going to be fit mentally and physically. So you guys sit back and enjoy this podcast. Antonio, how are hey, you? Hey, you. What's going on, Joy? I am doing pretty good over here. Thank you for asking. How are things Joy? Oh, I'm just trying to stay up. I'm just trying to stay alive. Look. Listen, listen. <laughs> Is 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 just as good as doing stuff. You trying? That's the good part. So let's let's continue to try. Yes, yes. So Antonio, let's just get right into it. You are the man when it comes to the body. I mean, literally. Yes. <laughs> and for real, you you. I've seen you train some of the best. Everybody, you getting everybody together. Tell us a little bit about Antonio. Uh, well, first and foremost, I am Antonio. Uh, social media, my handle is for with Mister Forever Mister. Any of those things to bring you right over to my page. And I'm just a little bit about myself. I'm a Florida boy, so shout out to my Floridians. Okay, Florida. Florida. I've been about 12 years now, so I guess you could say I'm an Italian now. So a little mix, but I never forget where I come from. Okay. Uh, and uh, fitness has been something that's always been at the forefront of who I am. Uh, with a lot of different inspirations, whether it was family, whether it was just uh, growing up playing sports, or just realistically just wanting to be fine, if you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like you know, you got to put in the work if you want the results. So, you know, that's one thing I've always focused on from a young kid to now uh, older adult. So, fitness has just been something that I'm just not only into, but it's just something that I live by, and I try to get most of the people that are amongst me to do the same thing. You know, I don't force nothing, but I let people know that if your fitness is up, everything else can be up. Okay, so how did you get into the fitness and training industry? Because you, I mean, don't know. I, I look, look, y'all. Nobody's <laughs> body looks like his unless you're on TV. I would tell you right now. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but what's so crazy about it? As far as you becoming an athletic trainer, I worked in healthcare. So uh, my background, I have two bachelors. One's in psychology, the other's in family and child sciences, and I went to Clark Atlanta for my master's in social work. So, all right, I, CAU. 
Hey, T.A., you in the building. Hey, so I've always been an advocate for people to want and do better, especially those who may not know how to do it on their own or their place and circumstances or environments that prohibit them the knowledge base to get fit, and that's both mentally and physically. Um, but, you know, after I left uh, healthcare, I wanted to get into something that I was passionate about, something that I could see myself doing and not feel like it's a job, you know, versus reporting, working a nine-to-five, you know, out of that and really kind of like get into my own group and make sure that I was doing something that made me feel good as I make others feel good. So I asked myself, you know, Antonio, what can you do and how could you make this worthwhile? So when I meet with my clients, I take, you know, what is called a psychosocial approach. So again, psychosocial, that's two words put together. I try to get into the mind first and help that get into the body and the body's response to how you are thinking mentally, which means that I try to get into the things that you like to do socially, personally, what's going on at home, what's going on at work, you know, what's going on in your mind when one's around. So I can utilize all of that information and do my best to promote healthcare in all of those things. So if you're not feeling your best, if work is going good, you're going through a relationship, you got family problems, baby daddy problems, I try to remind you how important it is for you to train your mind to be in a positive space and use that positive space to just want to work on yourself and you know, trying to sometimes get a bad rap, you know, oh, you're going to kill me, you're going to make me, you going to yell at me. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not one of those militant-style trainers, but I will get your ass together because I will remind you that you have to put your mind in a good space and your body will follow. And you must remember that the body is the is secondary strongest, but the mind is the number one strongest thing in your whole body. So it's mind over matter over. So this is what I do. I love what I do. I love oh, my God. It's so funny how you said something about the mind first because people just think, you know, they wake up, I'm going to do this right, I'm going to do this right, I'm going to do this right. And it's like, then you go through the day and you don't do it right. And it has a lot more to do with your mind yes. instead of your body. Like, yes. you could tell yourself to do something, but making yourself do it is more mentally than physically, right? Yes, it's always the mind is the driving force behind most and all behaviors. Um, and what you have to do is, in this same instance of trying to seek health care for those who may not be active in the gym or active in a class or active in just being productive, but if you just give yourself, you know, grace and saying that, hey, like you said, you may wake up and be like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to start the gym, I want to do this. But understand that you may not do it in that chronological order that you set for yourself. But if you have the mentality to just accomplish or just to try, you'll realize that there is some sort of gratification that comes with accomplishment. So if you can accomplish a small goal, you do one thing out of three things, that is your mind working towards establishing a goal and then reaching a goal. So just starting with the small steps and, you know, again, that's the mind first and then the body will do it. So they always say get into the gym is the hardest part. Lord knows it is. I'm not going to say it. Get to the gym, you can do it. Listen, it's hell sometimes, but <laughs> times if you make it through those doors, you feel so much better when you leave. And that is something that I try to hold on to. The feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of accomplishing a goal, the feeling of working on myself. So I try to focus a lot in on that with myself and with clients, whether they're virtual, whether they're in person, whether it's uh, workout programs. I try to remind them that we are doing this to make you feel good about yourself because if you can feel good about yourself, everybody else around you, they, they can enjoy who you are because you're happy from inside out. Okay. Now, where does this creativity come from? Like, were you fit in high school? Like, 
first thing I was a little twink. I was a little twink, man. I mean, listen, I was about this big, you know, you know, said like two rocks in my pocket wouldn't make me no heavier. So I was, I was always a smaller guy, but you know how they said that grown man weight kind of come when you get like your mid twenties, you know. So I started seeing that coming. So I'm like, you know what? I was an athlete, but I was small. But I said, you know, I'm gonna trust the process. I'm gonna trust, trust what's gonna come. And you know, over time, my body just started to develop. And you know, like when you're a parent, you say, you know. Your kids start smelling themselves, or you start getting a little bit of hair down there. You know they're going to acting out. It's a similar like uh, response with the gym. You know when you start seeing that little six pack, when you start seeing like your biceps start growing a little bit, like damn, I mean, I may be doing a little something. I may be getting a little fine. And I just try to get not only myself but my clients just to chase that gratification because gratification is good. It's almost like a, a dog getting like a, a, a treat at the end of doing something well or you're getting a reward at work because you put in the work. So I try to make sure my clients and myself just focus on those little gratifying moments and just use it as motivation to gratify more, to gratify more, to gratify more. So that's how I, creativity just comes that way. Just like, what can I do better to make this better? What A lot of ladies, what can I do to get my ass fat? Or guys, what can I do to get my <laughs> I do to like, Give it a back, better arm back. And I just think of like different innovative ways with a lot of times my own body movement because a big myth is that you need to go to a big gym to actually work out. That's not true. You can work out from your home, from your yes. office, vacation. Hell, you can do some kickbacks in a grocery store and looking at a label. <laughs> it's really what you make. Wow. So let's get into your brand, Forward with Mister. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Where'd that concept come from, and what it, what what are you doing? Uh, so I always I came up with the name Ford with Mister. Mister was a nickname that I got growing up. I was always I guess ahead of my time. I was always reminded that you you act older, or you speak older, or or you carry yourself older, and they didn't want to call me Mister. So as a young kid, they called me Mister. So I just adapted that name, uh, trademark, and things like that. But I wanted to think about like what can I do or how can I name my business and brand to stick out or to represent something. And usually when someone says that you're moving forward, that means you are overcoming or you're starting. Or even if you're starting over, you're going in a forward direction, which is usually associated with positivity. Being able to move forward means that you can leave things behind, you can start something, you can reestablish something, and I wanted that to be a part of my branding and my name because anytime I interact with a client or a person, I want them to feel like they're moving forward, and whether it's with their goals, whether it's with their mentality, whether it's with their with their with their uh, situationships, let's do something to move forward in a positive way. So I came up with forward with Mister, and I thought that it was very catchy, and again, just the term forward just makes me think, how can I get ahead or what's ahead, whether it's a small step, a large step, a huge milestone, all that represents moving forward versus regressing, moving back. So that's how I kind of came up with that concept, and I ran with it. And uh, here I am about almost five years later as an entrepreneur, and things have been going really, really well. Wow. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to get in your business really quick. <laughs> Tell me about the people that you train, because you don't just train on mediocre people out here. <laughs> to train some celebrities. Uh, I've had the luxury to train some, you know, high-end politicians, uh, local people in the office. Uh, I've worked with some old and former professional athletes. 
Uh, because I have my certified personal training, uh, my certificate, but I also have a PES, which is called a performance enhancement specialty. So I specialize in working with people who may be injured or have like maybe physical or abnormalities or, or trying to work on recovering whether they have torn their ACL or, or rotator cuff. I have a certification that helps me get these individuals back to, I would say, at, at what they were prior to. If that's not the case, we work as hard as we can to get you back to, you know, where you were prior to any sort of injury or any type of catastrophic incident that may have happened with the body. So uh, with that type of specialty, it opens up my skill set and it opens up my ability to work with people who really may be like uh, either not knowledgeable on their own on how to do things the right way, but also it's taking that therapy that almost like when you break a leg or break an arm, you go see that therapist every week and they're working on your range of motion, they're working on your strength and mobility. I take a lot of those practice styles and I uh, incorporate that with traditional fitness and traditional fitness methods and I let it go. But, you know, I work with some people you see on TV. Yeah. You know, so just just look out. But I will say this, uh, I'm legit. My work shows for itself and I would tell people, look at If, you know, you have some people who have trainers, you know, for different reasons, but I tell people like, if, you want to believe that I have the right skill set? Look at my body. Look at my body over time. I look good like this Child. four or five years ago. Bebe. So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. It so. is. Look, I, I would make a pudding shirt up, y'all, but you could go to uh, Forever Mister and see that body because, trust me, the body, <laughs> it's on point six pack oh. all the time. Hey, Joy, you know, it's almost, it's almost pool time. You know, we're going to get the pool. Got that. <laughs> Yes, 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 and 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 the thing is, you know, the physique that you have—it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Especially since you said you was a twig, you know, and to pump that body up the way that you pumped it up, I wouldn't wear any clothes either. Like you know, it. You know, Beyonce said it. If you got it, blown it.
wow, not the not as many cheap moments because you no, know, no, I mean, niggas no. cheap. With the ranch, with the ranch. Okay, so since you talked about that, what are some regiments that you live by on a daily basis? That's like I'm doing this because you, Rux, you are fitness. You know, folks go into their fitness, come out. I'm one of them people. I'm fit this year. I ain't fit this year. You know what I'm saying? But you, know, you have been fit. I'm glad you said that. It's okay to be in and out of fitness. I don't want it to appear like if you don't have fitness, you don't have anything because that's natural. Naturally, the body have ebb and flow of being interested. Me, I don't really have that, but again, this is my livelihood. Right. But to also know on this podcast that you can have slip up moments, you can have like time we may take off the gym, but just don't dwell there because you are not doing yourself any favors by staying out of the gym or staying active. So I want to go back to just staying active because even if you're not going to the gym, you go take a walk, you can get a bicycle, you can go to dance class, you can go to the skating ring, you can go, there's so many different activities that you can be doing that will benefit your physical and mental welfare. So it's really finding something that interests you because you got some people who don't like this gym. And I tell you, okay, well maybe go find a fitness class, you know what I'm saying? Oh, maybe go try yoga. There are different things on different levels that you can do to just initiate some form of fitness. And as it goes down to like regimens, one thing I'm very, very big on every day is that I drink a lot of water. Like, water is very, very important. And I always do this as well. Every morning when I start my day, after I pray and I meditate a bit, I start my day off with a full cup of room temperature water. Okay. Not cold water, not hot water, but room temperature. So it gets the body's GI tract, the gastrointestinal tract flowing. It's not cold, cold water with shock, but sometimes it's shock the body on the inside. Inside your body is warm, so a big regimen I'm big on is starting my day and ending my day with a nice cup of room temperature water. It's very, very important. You can infuse the water with some lemon, with some lime. You know, if you want to do it that way, be a little bit more uh, fancy with it. But I think that one thing that people can do just to help themselves digest food and excrete food is to start their day and end their day with a glass of room temperature water. So I think that is one thing that if you can just get to drinking water and make that one of your first goals, you're already on your way to succession and going into the next step, which may be a little bit more physical activity. So water, 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 water is one thing in my routine. Um, stretching also, you do not have yes. to be stretched. But if you stretch, you will do your ligaments your muscles a world of relief and great duty because you know we get older. You know your body, <laughs> you know you're not like a young buck anymore. We can <laughs> you know, but you got to get down there and you got to get down there and stretch, stretch your back, stretch your arms. You know, as I'm getting into that, it's important that you watch like a posture in which when you sleep, when you're sitting on the couch, when you're out somewhere, because your body is in this resting phase for so long that a lot of the times you can be doing more harm to yourself if you do not have proper posture. And I always recommend to sleep on your back. I know people are like, oh, I'm going to talk. Guess what? Sleep on your back. It's great for you. Watch how you have your pillows. Make sure that you're trying to keep your spine as aligned as possible. That is another thing that's a part of, like, my daily routine as well. I don't use pillows, personally. I mean, I got a real got a nice-ass mattress, you know, but yeah. I, don't use, I don't use no pillows. Wow. The, now, now, that's interesting. 
and something different because I've done this fit in February for at least two years. And for you to say, I mean, water, everybody says water. So I, I love that. Room temperature water is what's different because I like cold water. So when you said it shocked your body, that was mad different. And then the stretching. I have told my friends, if I don't work out, I'm at least stretching. Because yes. be, being the age that I am, which I will not tell. Don't tell it. Stretching is so important. Yes. And people don't believe me when I say that. Like, if you stretch before you go to sleep, you're going to be good. And that is the only reason why I'm good. But the last nugget that you put on is sleeping on your back. I'm a side sleeper. I'm a stomach sleeper. I mean, I hated being pregnant because I'm a stomach sleeper. But the back sleeping, that's hard. It's hard. But, again, if you... Do the work and do what's necessary. You want longevity. You want you want to make sure you know one of those people be the hip replacement or, or like you know have lower back this problem. Yeah. You want to think about what are possible like negative outcomes to having poor posture, um, especially for women. You know, you know it's very very important that they take care of themselves and their posture and things like that. And you know, you guys have a lot of things on the inside and stuff like that that you want to kind of like keep aligned well. So you know, always talk to your primary care physician. You know, as we're talking about being fit in February. It's very, very important that, you know, not only men, but women also, you know, you can get checkups, women get their pap smears, male physicals, you know, get mammogram scans. All of these things are all adding on to being fit because it takes initiative, it takes effort. And if you do not have any idea on how to do some of these things, the information is out there. Make sure you follow like a reputable person. Myself, I can be one. There are a lot of great websites and other great trainers and wellness people who will give you proper tools to help you in whatever situation that you may be in. So just as much as you want to be fit, you got to do the work and you have to do the research because information is not going to fall in your lap just like a nice body isn't going to fall in your lap. you got to get out there. you got to get out there and get it. Wow. So let's just change the trajectory just a little bit and talk yeah. about the mental part because the mind over body and or the mind, body, and soul, all that goes together. So, you know... How do you feel about black men and women or, you know, or any man and women? I know I try to keep this show black, but we are black. <laughs> Who's on my show? <laughs> so um, mentally, how do you feel about black men and black women in their mental state in 2023? Um, so we got to get some things real because <laughs> this is probably the biggest part for me. I am more focus on the mental than anything else as it relates to wellness because you know we as people we as black people black men and women we are mostly used to having oppressed mentalities due to oppression in our experience whether it's mm. within our folks our parents our grandparents our ancestors we are, have already been conditioned to have this oppressive style mentality which is counterproductive to advancement and i tell people a lot of times that most of the things that you do most of the ways in which that you feel most of the actions in which you exude are a choice feeling sad is a choice Mm. you better preach rest is a choice feeling like you just overcame is a choice but again it's all about how you assess it it's all about how you choose to react towards things 
no matter what you have going on, you are in control of most, if not all, of your choices. You are in control of how much you allow things to affect you. We as black people, a lot of times we lose sight of that because we were never given that opportunity to make ourselves feel better because we always had to be less than to be accepted or, or to be different or to be an outcast. So we never really got that practice to know that, hey, I can think of myself out of this situation. But then you have those people who set the bar for us, like Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, you know, Martin Luther King. They were making active choices outside of their situations or outside of the oppression around them to try to get to the next step. Mm. And active choices, that don't mean that you won't have negative emotions, you won't have withdrawals. All of those things may still exist. But if you really, really focus on the power of your choices and understand that you are in control, you can do your best to navigate yourself through some of the hardest and some of the most darkest times. But you have to have that self-awareness. You have to have that self-accountability. And you also have to have that willingness to ask or seek help when you feel like you cannot do it on your own. And that is a big thing also with people of color. We struggle to actually ask it, yeah. We, we associate help with being less than or not worthy or inadequate. When asking for help, I tell people it's one of the most courageous things that you can do because it shows that you are aware, that you are courageous because you know when to ask for help. And asking for help is okay because, again, the mental part, the mental state for black people in 2023, while we are making great strides, because I like to give our people a lot of credit because we are doing big things in this world, uh, but there is also so much more that we can continue to do to make sure that we set the standard, we set the bar for those to follow in our footsteps and to reach even higher values and to get to the even later steps that we couldn't have done on our own. So that missile part, got to remember, you can do most, if not all things, if you just apply yourself. Be willing to fuck up, be willing to make a mistake, be willing to do it wrong, but remember that you can still choose to try again while keeping yourself in a safe and in a positive space to continue to make your efforts. Because you can learn from these lessons, but you can only learn if you can just accept it, move on, and try again. Okay. Okay. I mean, you touch bases on a lot of things, and um, even when you touch bases on um, the mental and the physical coming together and how important that is. Um, if you don't mind just touching base a little bit more on that and if you have something physically wrong or mentally wrong, how can you identify that? You know, some people have an easier time identifying some of the issues where some don't. But that is where a good subculture of friends and or close family yeah. members come into great form, you know, and, you know, a lot of times family members make you friends, you know, family becomes who you choose to make, because sometimes your biological family may not be able to provide you with this help, or you may be trying to escape those biological, like, chains, you know, so please understand that if you can't identify some of your problems, be willing to listen to those who you do think have a genuine love and care for you, and maybe see what they maybe saying about you or what you can fix or what you can improve on and not take it personal because there's not one individual in this world who doesn't have something that they can work on or what don't want to work on you know 
strongest thing in the body if you would allow it to. And remember, that can be good and bad because we find it so easy to identify problems or identify what we can do better. Or, or negativity, yeah. Are mm-hmm. taking those same synapses to let you know that, hey, I can do better. I can put this on my own or I can make this work. So you're focusing on the negatives of what you can do, but you don't realize that those same brain difference and axons that's signaling <laughs> yourself accountable for some situations that's half the problem yes yes and understanding that like you're no different than a person in another room or another house or another country a lot of times you know i try to keep both feet on the ground because i have to realize that i am one of billions of people in the world i can't be the only one with this struggle and so no. i like, like the world is at me you know what i'm saying and right. i, I myself hey it's a big world out here and the only way to get better is to be able to identify that you're not in a good space. But you don't have to dwell in that space. You can go to the next level. But again, like you said, that acceptance and that accountability, that's our mind. And if you can train your mind to, it's okay to be accountable and to work hard. But if you just be accountable, you just dwell in that accountability, that's when you're going to sunken places. That's when depression kicks in. That's when you're And it's because you're choosing to dwell Versus be proactive. You better preach. You know, for real. uh, I'm not not saying it like it's like clicking on a light switch, but if you really, really want better for yourself, you have to do the fucking work. No. It's not going to lay out there for you. No, it's not. If I did a good ass job in Dubai, watch, you did the work. You know what I'm saying? You know, you have, you know, athletes that do well. Serena Williams was a great champion. Why she applied herself? She failed, she applied herself. You know, you have Michael Jordan, LeBron James. You have all of these great people that kept applying themselves. Face adversity, yeah, but they make sure that their willingness to succeed supersedes any other thought and/or negative action. Wow, and that's a choice. So it seemed like you just walking around with a positive mind all the time, like nothing can defeat you. Oh, um, I would say that that's not true. <laughs> compartmentalize as best that I can because I was guilty of being one of those people that I would let one aspect of my life 
sprinkled over every other thing in my life, and I had to realize that I had to stop that. Okay. I, I maybe like work was going, or maybe how like my relationship was going, or my friendship was going. If those things was good, my life was be good. But if when something went bad, oh, my whole life was bad. And oh I had my to, god! You better I, preach. Stop that, and I had to remember that. Okay, you got life. You got work. You got family. You got relationships. You got associations. You got investments. You have so many different compartments of your life. So I had to ask myself, why am I allowing this one element? Because mm. I do heavily invested in these different elements. Yes. Why am I allowing it to triple over into other ponds that they're not involved in? Right. And, and it was misconstruing how I viewed myself, how I viewed my existence. Mm. It still, I'm still, it busy. still lingers. You still got to work with it. Yeah. But I, as you see, I'm already being accountable in this podcast and in my awareness. So if I can be accountable, that means I can also do the work to do better next time it may come forth. If I'm into something with this, I'm not letting it affect this. And once I've gotten really pretty good at it, at that time, I'm able to stay afloat. I don't mean that my ship don't get rocky sometimes. I don't mean it don't dip and dive out of the water like a speedboat. But I still keep moving. I don't stop moving because I don't let one thing become yeah. like one thing to, to let me sink. I don't, I don't allow one thing to anchor my whole life. Mm. I go as much as I can and just keep riding away. Riding right. away. For, you a strong black man. I, you know, they always like to call us strong black women, but I, you a strong, mentally healthy black man right here. Hey, listen, hey, I, <laughs> I put in, I put in the work though. You know, I, yes. I, don't, I, I don't wake up this way. You no, know, I put in the work because it goes back that I mentally, I'm going to be the shit. I am the shit. I think that oh, I, bad, bad. I do the work. Yes. You know? Yes. I don't, this shit over nobody else. I'm the shit to me. I'm that nigga to me. I am the best that I can be to me. When I walk in a room, I don't compare myself to nobody I'm else. Yeah. No, I'm for real. No. I think that way too. If you would be like, Joy, you, no, seriously, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Like, like, it's, it's me. It doesn't mean that you don't care about people. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm trying to make sure I can be good in this world that we live in. I don't have the time to hate on nobody. I don't have the time to compare myself. I love when people do well because it inspires me that this could be my experience as well. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I love to see people accomplish. That is why I do what I do. Motivational speaking. That's why I do fitness training. That's why I, I try to live out loud so people can understand that nothing is ever perfect, but progression is always a possibility. Always. Wow. No, so since we finish talking about that. I love it. What do you, I want to say what do you, uh, like next generation wise, your kids you're going to have, your, your nephews, your nieces, people, the young generation, my daughter, you know what I'm saying? What are you trying to leave the next generation? Especially with everything you got going on and your brand growing and everything. Like, I, seriously. I am trying to more than anything because this new generation is much different than <laughs> I am and my parents and I like to learn, first and foremost, from the new generation. Because guess what? People think that just because we're older, we cannot learn from nobody young new generation. Yeah, that's true. Our nephews. We can actually learn because a lot of times they don't have preconditioned thoughts or mentalities that we have. You know, mm. They're after different things that we may not be able to agree with, but you can still learn. Because I want my brand, my business, and who I am and what I leave behind to also transcend with time. 
I want it to continue to be around. I don't want to just be like this old boring staple. No, I want my house to be renewed when it's time for things to renew. I want all my HVAC to be renewed. I want to be an efficient machine, whether I'm present on earth or after my last days that my legacy will live on. So I'm trying to leave back the information that I get from them, what I have learned, and how we can take both of those things and be ready for what's the future to come because I think that I come from that uh, age where getting a college degree, getting a job, all that, that is what succession looks like. Now it's a little bit different. You have things like social media. You have things more like marketing. And look at me now. I'm using a bit of my educational background, but I'm also using a lot of the tools that this newer age generation that are using for TikTok, Instagram, marketing, sales, lifestyle. I'm utilizing the things that I'm learning and I'm keeping that in the forefront to keep my business afloat. Oh, yeah, what you learned already, right. Behind to my offspring to come, or like my nieces and nephews, is to always be willing to know the game and always know that the game, the rules change. And don't try to make your rules better than anybody else's rules. Have your core values, but be willing to bend where bending is necessary. Because bending is what's going to make a new shape versus breaking, then you have nothing. So, you said it. Say that quote. Listen, listen. You better say You better put that on your website. Cause bending you can form into a shape, but breaking Yeah, you have nothing. It's nothing left. That's the only break when you're stubborn or you're not willing to adjust. Wow. Not willing to adjust. Oh my God. Yo, what is next for Antonio? What is next for for with Mr. Yes, yes. I've been a, a guest host, I've been a panelist, and I've just been really trying to figure out like my niche into the uh, a podcast world. Right. Because I always get a little oversaturated. None of those things really bother That's me. not true, though. No, Antonio, let me just un- interrupt you for one second when people say that. And everybody try to joke, oh, don't start that podcast, whatever. You know how many breads are out there? Yeah. You know how many pizza restaurants are out there yeah do you know how many sandwich shops besides the franchise and local ones in every state which means you can do your thing don't ever let nobody tell you because you doing like it you're not doing what everybody else is doing period yes what's next to me is uh working on my podcast uh and i think i already have the name but i'll save that yes you gonna we gonna collab or you come back like you said and you promote it. Yes. Make sure people are 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 doing their things to make sure they're in a good space. Um I also have uh airline coming out. So that'll be dropping a little bit before the summer, so look forward to that. Very basics, very uh things that you need with some good quality. I'm very, very big on quality. You know, quality is it's 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 a lifestyle for me. Um I have a few more uh podcast things that I'll be diving into mental health. Uh, mental health has been something that I've been focused on for years. Before it became more populist and more in the front lines of entertainment, yeah. a lot of politics and things like that. I've been advocating, I've been motivational speaking and all these things for over 10 years. And I want to be able to kind of like get heavily more into that. And I realized a lot like myself that as we get older, I am not really as religious, but I am spiritual. And I realized that uh, people pay attention to those who they feel like they can relate to. And I've built a lot of my platform of being a relatable man, a man who's, mm. not, a man who's not trying to put on for nobody, 
I'm just going to be me, but I can also share good gems and tidbits with people because they're willing to listen to me. Because one thing about me, I'm legit as fuck. I'm going to say it all time. I'm legit as fuck. All of my shit is legit. Legit. <laughs> I, I, you know, I love being legit because, you know, being legit oftentimes shields me from feeling down sometimes or yeah. it shields me from feeling like I, I don't equate because right. I, I set up a base for myself to be legit, to have legitimate businesses, to have legitimate accolades, to remind myself because my mom always told me, yeah, you think you're hot shit, but that can be taken away. You must always be good on paper. So if I can leave another nugget for anybody, be good on paper. Child. That paper gonna be around when you leave them diplomas. No, they, they, they no. They're gonna be around. They are legit. And having those accolades helps me walk around with my head up, even when sometimes I struggle to because I have my own struggles. But again, I've done the work by accepting or acknowledging, and I figure out solutions or things to work on to help me not encounter these things the same way. So wow. that's what I got going on, you know, and this has been a February and make sure all you listeners who are listening to this podcast understand that doing something is better than doing nothing. If you got up and you did 10 squats today, or if you got up and did 25 jumping jacks, you did any knee crossovers and also utilize YouTube, utilize my Instagram forever, Mr. On Instagram. You have so many trainers out here. You have at risk trainers. You have trainers who show you things who, for people who may be pregnant or people who have low mobility or high mobility, every skill set as it relates to workout, fitness, training, mind, conditioning, it's out there. So if you're not doing anything, you are lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, period. No, you, no, 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 no. You have the ability to listen to this podcast, and I hope that many people do listen to it. Yeah. But just that same interest, search engine. Yeah. Hell, Google will do most of the work, or Google will do most of the work for you. But get out there and try and be courageous. It's okay to mess up. You don't have to do workouts right. You don't have to drink the whole gallon of water every day. You don't have to drink the good. You know, you don't have to do everything perfect every day. But start finding joy in being successful at trying. Because if you're not trying, you're just being lazy. And when you're lazy, the body shuts down on you. Your organs start spilling. You gain weight. Your moves gets bad. You get like you know all that. Nobody got time for that. Yeah. So, get these things. Get your ass up and do the work. Yes. Last, last question. Yes. What motivates you? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> what um, keeps you going? What motivates you? What is inspirational? Wise? What motivates you to be? Forever, mister. I think over time that's changed, but present day, I've realized that my life is bigger than me. And I am motivated by knowing that maybe each day or one day or every day, someone is paying attention to what I am doing. And I want to lead by example. I don't want to lead by perfect example, but I do like to lead with effort, lead with good merit, lead with good skill set, lead with good mentorship. So I am motivated by knowing that there may be a guy, a girl, older, younger, big, small, in between, paying attention to who I am. And I am motivated to show them that you can make most things happen just by trying a little harder, a little harder, a little harder. And just knowing that that possibility to show somebody the way is out there 
that motivates me every single day to get up, to show up, to be grateful, to be thankful, and to just keep going and to keep moving forward because I know that, again, my light is bigger than me. And as long as I can shine a light on the dark place or lead a path yeah. to someone, just yeah. working with succession, that makes me feel good on the inside. So that is what motivates me. Yo, I love that you said that, yo, because so many people or most people think it's about the money, cars, and all this, <laughs> movie stars, and all that. But no, for you to say, and that's real, like how you said legit, that's real legit, you know what I'm saying? For you to say, I'm doing this to pay forward, to yes. help others, to do this, and 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 you know what? That should really be the reason why everybody doing whatever they doing. You want trust me, Oprah is doing helping people all over the world. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like you're not this the money cards, all that. That's extra. But the fact that I can help somebody else, encourage somebody else, motivate somebody else, give somebody else the desires of their hearts. You know what I'm saying? That will help them. Not like you God, but like you just. No, I, to, and, I'm, and I'm not God. Yeah, I, you just want to show them. And I'm not like it's the God within you. You know that's showing other people what you got going on, and you're not dimming your light. You, you, this is me. I'm great. You either rise up to the greatness, or you stay where you are, because that's all I'm trying to do. And people have problems with that, but uh, you, but you just, explained so it so well. Yes, and, and, and you have to remember this is something that I learned. And I am learning that. Your light may be too bright for some people. Mm. Your light mm. may not be bright enough for some people. Right. Your light may not be the right hue for some people. Your light may not be in the right position and needs to be turned and screwed for certain people. Always focus on your light. And whomever is supposed to be assisted by your light in whatever way, they will adjust. And if they don't, they don't see it. They don't understand it. They don't agree with it. They are envious by it. That is not your problem. Your problem is to keep your bulb lit, keep your bulb safe, and keep your bulb shining because that is what you are. You were born in this world as one person. And your job is to fuel yourself so your light can shine. And those who are supposed to be amongst your light, they will be there without any problems. And those who may run from your light, not understand your light, choose not to follow your light, don't make that your issue. Your issue is just to keep moving forward and keep that light shining bright because the world needs it. And don't let nothing, not a job, not a friend, not a homeboy, a lover, a, a parent, an ex, don't let anyone try to dim that light. But always still be willing to listen to people, know what's good for you, and make sure that you stay on track and keep yourself afloat. Because like those people say on the, on the airlines, put on your mask before you assist anybody else. So that means you must continue to let your life shine <laughs> and do anything else with anyone else around you. And that's some real shit. That is so real. Man, we done had a great conversation. I so appreciate Antonio, my friend, taking his time out to spit his nuggets. This is a knowledgeable, very educated fitness training man. When it comes to being fit in February, I applaud you and thank you so much for being on my show and spitting your nuggets, yo. This is a this is million dollar game that my man is giving right now. And he this some good this some good work and if anybody who's a listener, you find any type of troubles, you need any type of tools, 
please feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Forever Mister. That is F O R E V E R underscore M I S T A H. I'm always willing to help. I'm always willing to listen. Just be respectful. I'll be respectful, and I'll offer you as many resources that I can. And if you're looking for a trainer, whether it's virtual, you want an at-home program, you want me to get on FaceTime, Skype, any of these type of things to kind of get you in the groove, understand that it's okay to start the work, but you cannot do anything until you start. So let's keep that in mind for this bit in February. Yes, yes, yes. My boy, took the time off. I appreciate you. Not even that. I will be reposting everything that he just said, his Instagram, his Facebook, everything, y'all, so y'all will be able to get all that information. I so appreciate of course, you, of course, Antonio, taking your time out. I love you. Thank you. Guys, this is major. We are in season two. We doing big things. We're going into season three. I'm ending it with the best interview for Fit in February. I'm so excited. Yes, yes. So happy about this. Thank you so much for having me again. Thank you. Y'all, make sure y'all come back to my next segment. We are talking about who's on my list. But thank you, Antonio. Forever Mr. Forward with Mr. On Backstage with Joy Leah.